Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari is the General Overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. Everlasting Father, we thank you. We bless you once again for gathering us in your presence. We count not on our own strength. But Lord, in lifting holy hands to you, we count on you and we invite you into our midst. Have your way in our lives and minister to our needs. May we not leave this place the same way we came. Let solution be provided to every problem. Let burdens be lifted and let yokes be broken. Let testimonies abound. Give us a reason and a cause to say after the service that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. We honor you, we thank you, and we bless you for answered prayer. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Shall we be seated? Today, I want to talk about what I call dealing with voices. Dealing with voices. We want to turn our scripture our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the verse 9 to 12, dealing with voices. How many of you here know life is where it is for you because of the different voices you listen to? How many of you know? How many of you here are graduates from a school, like say a polytechnic, a university, a professional school, something? How many of you are graduates? At least you graduated from secondary school. What certificate did they give you? WASI, BEC, NTC, midway free. Is it a certificate? Okay. What does that mean? If they give you a certificate, what are they telling you? Who can help me? I'm afraid that you want to talk. Don't worry, we are a family. Here, we, we, we don't beat okay. We are showing our opinion on a matter. Mr. Ken, you want to say something? Okay. If they give you a certificate after, say, a year, two, three of your course, what are they telling you? Woman and Mike. Huh. This cool sound, but I wish we kill it too. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. What is it? Mon turning the mic any on. Is engineer not on the Mesa board? Okay. Certified that over a period taking courses. That mm. means either you have sat series of let people of a certain caliber what take taking what you were taught mm. and mm. through the gun. Powerful. Let's appreciate our brother. <laughs> Powerful. So, if I understand you, you have been given a certificate because you have listened, understood, and proven yourself to have passed what you listened to. So, the certificate is only branding you. It is uh, giving you a certain uh, standing, public standing in the eyes of people. Assuming somebody didn't listen to what you listen, if they put you here and they put that person here, you are not the same. So we are all human beings. All of us are looking gentle. Nice men, nice women, nice uh, people, dressed in suit and tie, 
manicure, pedicure. Our levels are not the same. Our levels are determined by certificate. And the certificate is only saying your levels are not the same because this person has listened this much and proven to have understood whatever they listened to. But this person did not listen or they listened, but they didn't understand as much as you understood. Beautiful. So voices have determined our levels. The amount of voices you hear in your lifetime will define you. The amount of voices you listen to will tell your placement in life. The man you listen to can determine who you marry. The woman you listen to can determine who becomes the mother of your children. At the end of the day, the voice you listen to determine whether you walk in curses or blessing. When somebody curses you, they are speaking. When somebody blesses you, they are speaking. If somebody makes you lose favor, they only use their voice to speak evil or elfly about you. And if somebody made you also gain favor, they only use their voice to commend or recommend you to somebody somewhere. And it made this person they recommended you to begin to show you approval. So life basically is a product of voices. In Genesis chapter number one, we read that the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the water, but nothing happened. Take me to Genesis 1, please. I want to help you. I want to help you. Please, Genesis 1, verse 1 through. Quick, 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 quick. Genesis is the first book of your Bible. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Nothing happened. Did anything happen when the Spirit of God began to move? Did we see any change? So you can be moving helter-skelter, pillar to post, sweating and hurting. Nothing will change in your life until you speak. The Bible said when the Spirit moved, nothing happened until God spoke. Look at verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. So when the Spirit of God was even moving, nothing changed. But when God spoke, everything began to change. The voice of a living being or creature makes the difference between good and bad. <sighs> Many people feel very proud and big about big titles, PhD, BSc, BA, BEd. All those titles in front of your name is just a certification to attest to the voice you have listened to. So voices determine your degree, your quality, and defines you. So the Bible said, God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God divided the light from the darkness. How? Row, quick. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, don't slow me. Follow me. You see how the projector? And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. How many of you here know your age? You know your age. How did you calculate your age? Hmm? You use how many days in a month, how many months in a year to define how many years you are spent on earth. And it is all a matter of alternation of day and night. So if God didn't speak, you wouldn't know your age. 
You see it? Everything we live by and we rely on in life is just a product of words. So anytime somebody is speaking to you or against you or for you, you can't take words or voices for granted. Voices will determine everything about you. You cannot be silent. Jesus Christ was living a very good life until one day his enemy decided that we are going to speak evil about him. They started making false allegations, chanting slogans and demonstrating in the city, telling everybody that this man called Jesus is wicked. He said he will break down the temple and destroy it and build it in three days. Something our father took more than 40 years to build. And they said that one alone is a crime. They started talking about him. After just five days within the week, they finished him. What made them kill him? Voices. If you don't deal with voices, voices will deal with you. Today, by our prayer, we deal with every voice in contention with our lives. First Corinthians chapter 14, the verse 9 to 12. Today I don't want to shout. I'm very tired. My truth is itching. I haven't slept from last night studying the Bible. And right, yeah, Bible study all night. We didn't pray. Me and my two brothers, uh, Nana and Ura, Apostle Nana and uh, Apostle uh, Ura. Bible studies throughout the night. I want to raise very radical men and women in this house. Who would do crazy things for the kingdom this year? Crazy stuff. Praise God. I don't want to have anybody being weak in this church. I want you to be strong. And after this um, fasting, God is going to begin a new thing in your life which you have never thought of or at all. Believe my word. New thing. One casano by a spiritual terror. You will terrorize witches, terrorize the devil, terrorize demons, principalities. And because you are a terror, nobody will terrorize you again. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible said, So likewise ye, except ye utter by the tongue, where's is it to be understood? How shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. There are, it may be. So many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification or significance. There are many, many voices. When you wake up from morning to evening, from the day you are born to the day you die, the Word of God is saying, there are many, many voices you will encounter before you go to your grave. And these voices in our world which you will encounter None of them must be ignored. You can't take any of those voices for granted. Any voice you hear, that voice has a spiritual and a physical significance on you. The fact that you don't know it doesn't nullify the significance. Some of you are poor because of a voice. Some of you, you have lost your husband-to-be, your wife-to-be, your loved ones, people who used to benefit your life so much because of a voice somebody says something about you but you didn't take the words seriously i met somebody years ago in brown when i started a very beautiful lady working in a bank and the lady is losing his ability to hear he's becoming deaf then under the anointing the lord opened my eyes and then i saw this lady under a mango tree washing he was on a Saturday from morning till around 5 noon. 
And the mom wanted her to come and pound fufu. And then he told the mom, she's so tired, she can't pound the fufu. The mom should let the junior sister come and do that work. And then the mom spoke by her voice and said, Out of anger, the mother said, You will be deaf. When we speak to you or we advise you, you won't listen. You don't respect me. You go ahead with this, your life and your attitude. You will be deaf. And out of the voice of the mom, a demon in the community took over the west and used it to fight the lady. A banker losing his ability to hear, becoming deaf. When I saw it and I said, I am standing in your house under a big mango tree. And this is what the Lord is showing me. The lady broke down in tears. After the prophecy, I have to give her my face towel, soak it in water and put it on the ear and say, take it home. The lady took it home. The following morning, the lady could clearly hear. <laughs> clearly hear. How did it happen? The voice of her mother. She thought this is my mother. Isn't it? Your own mother being angry with you is normal. She didn't take it as anything. But the Bible said there are many voices in the world and none of them is without signification. Somebody told you, you wait, you will see. And after that, nothing has ever worked for you again. The only stuff you see is retrogressing, stagnation, and bad luck or misfortune. Today, under this power and this anointing, may every negative voice in your life be revoked. When I hear Amen like this, I feel like closing. I say, may every negative voice in your life be revoked. Somebody told you, you will never make it in life. You will really struggle in life. You didn't take the words seriously. The result, today, nothing is working for you. You are struggling indeed in life, but you have even forgotten what the person said. You see, the human nature of forgetfulness eh, is the reason why many things take us by surprise. A lot of things are working against you today because of what was said yesterday, which you have forgotten. A lot of people have told you things yesterday and you have forgotten. Do you know how we do exams? We do exams because of forgetfulness. The teacher did exams to ascertain your forgetfulness level. Those who forget more, they give them third class and Jikoto BBD. And those who remember more, they give them first class and second upper. And they say, you are quality graduates and students. Forget. Uh, uh. May the Lord give you the grace to remember everything that you have heard and everything that you have seen. The things you hear today and you forget can give your enemy the advantage over you tomorrow. Many, many, many people are suffering things they are not supposed to suffer because of what they forgot, which they saw or heard yesterday. And so in life, many things are happening to you by the voices of uh, the things around you. We are going to see six different voices. Maybe I'll give you five. I have seven. I'll give you five and reserve two. The day I come to church and you make me happy, I'll add the two. Praise God. So tell somebody, we are going to deal with the voices that are fighting your life, my life, and the destiny of God. And tell the person after today, you will take charge over your life by your own voice. And give Jesus a clap in the house.
Wow. So, can you give me the Amplified version or the, uh, is it the living, the new living translation, whatever? Give me the Amplified. The Bible said, it's the same for you. If you speak to people in words, they don't understand. How would they know what you are saying? You might as well be talking into empty space. There are many different languages in the world. And every language has meaning. Every language has meaning. What is a language? How many of you did languages in university? It's Mrs. Pepra here. He's my only linguistics uh, consultant. Mrs. Pepra, can you help me? My sweetheart, what is a language? From a very simplistic uh, point of definition or explanation, what is a language? Come again, my mic. Help me. You're, this is your poor pastor. My English is not good. My English is abominable. A code. Break it down because of my age. If you say a code, what, what, what can you help a layman like me or any of your brothers and sisters here? What is Sounds, sounds and words. Okay, so... I want to know, beyond sounds and words, can a language be an unspoken language? So bring it down for a layman like me to really incorporate your definition into all angles of language. So sign, gesture, okay. words. Beautiful. So signs, words, uh, gestures, yes. all connotes language. Okay. I preach somewhere in abroad and the lady used the breast to touch me on my shoulder, I turned, look at her, and she said, you got the message. <laughs> so, you, somebody's body touching your body can be a communication. Are you getting it? Another day, I finished preaching in Brunhafu Sunyani, and the lady shook me. Chiyami, if I shake you, I do this. What did I tell you? You got a message. <laughs> wow. Praise God. Nobody shook you and you the tall finger to scratch you softly in your palm. They do it, eh? Yeah, my said, What is he trying to tell you? I love you. Makunimi Adrias. What a, what a language. Somebody say, what a language, what a language. So there are body languages. So here, uh, uh, the New Living Translation, instead of using uh, the, the, the word voice, is using another terminology, language. Are you getting it? Somebody, for example, can take, say, uh, a toy and then mention your name and use a rope to tie it. They won't say anything, very quiet, and they are tiring it. They put it there, and after that, your life becomes immobilized. Nothing about you you do really works. Sometimes they do it to tie your womb. The person might not have spoken any much, but by their body language, we call it in uh, spiritual terms, soulish demand. He's putting a soulish demand. He is saying in her heart or his heart. You remember the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible said, and she said within her heart, if I can touch the hem of the garment, I can be whole. So without it coming out of her mouth, her action, her body language 
of proceeding to follow what her heart is saying, which is not coming out in words. The Bible said it worked and the woman was whole. Many people are destroyed, not because of what people's voice, which is a spoken language, came out to say concerning them, but just by the unspoken language of their body. Eh? They have destroyed you. Somebody at my wedding brought me a flask. And the flask was supposed to make my wife barren. That if we open the gifts, the flask will come from my wife's hand and hit the floor and break. And she will not be able to conceive. So when we went for the honeymoon, the Lord spoke to me on the way. And so when we came, I said, uh, let us go and open the gift. But don't touch anything let me open the gifts and you count the money. So she was counting the money and I was opening the bowls. I found this flask. The, uh, the description was a blue flask. And the person who brought it was very close to me. In fact, a family member, I don't want to mention the name for security reasons. I was so angry in my spirit. I took the flask and then I went out and I said, let whatever evil desire on this flask return to the bosom of the one who brought the flask. And I hit the flask on the ground. The person miscarried. You are shocked. I didn't send any voice to the person. By my body language or gesture of breaking the flask, it manifested. Some of you are suffering things because of certain unspoken language. Nehemiah Yachichiri. They bind, they lose, they tire. They sell something in a remote zone or a remote place. You are sitting in the city of Accra. What they said by words or said by their body language from your village is having a toll on you here in Accra. Tonight, by tender, by fire, we revoke it and we destroy the work of the enemy. Huh? So it says, Amplified Version says, there are, I suppose, all these many to us unknown tongues in the world somewhere did you say somewhere so the voice is not even within the domain of your existence where you live and for those of you who don't believe anything i have a counsel for you this world eh, it is not ruled by the physical things you see but the spiritual things you don't see this world it's a product of spirit. <laughs> I am not saying that don't live your life in the physical sense. I'm not saying so. But hey, whether what you do in the physical will succeed as planned or will become uh, successful as you intended to, it's a product of what controls it spiritually. So if something is not working physically for you, for example, a medical condition, and doctors have said, we will do this for you, do this for you. They tried it, it didn't work. If you are a wise human being, it should tell you the solution to this medical condition is not physical, but spiritual. Begin to look for God. Begin to consult your pastor. Consult your prophet. Look for physical solution. You, you are not getting what I'm saying, eh? Okay? If you see, you will not go to the market, for example, and ask for the car, uh, the price of a, a Ford F-150 engine from a You are a fool. You can't tell me the engineer at Mechanical Lloyd can tell you 
how tomatoes are nests and they become very fruitful on the field of harvest. Go and consult the agriculturist. So if what you are trying to find solution to is not working physically, you've gone to the doctor, you've gone to see the specialist, they did this, they did that, they did this, it failed. Don't throw away your money. Consult your pastor. Look for a spirit expert. Let somebody who can see and know in the spirit assist you. Because you see, when the Bible use the word, look at this word. There are, I suppose, this so many to us unknown tongues in the world somewhere. Where is somewhere? Where is somewhere? Can somebody show me where somewhere is? Talk to me. Where is somewhere? Nowhere. Somewhere is nowhere. Eh? Everywhere is somewhere. Do you know that? This place you are staying and you say you are in some place. Another person in Tema. Call this place somewhere. So everywhere is somewhere. But what the Bible actually is referring to is somewhere is an unknown place. Where is the unknown place? The spiritual. You don't know the spiritual. You can't see it. The spiritual is in a remote zone where eyes cannot see, mind cannot fathom. In fact, you can't read what goes on in the supernatural. Even those of us who see as prophets, let me tell you, God only shows us the tip of the iceberg. When God opens your eyes in the spirit, you will see that most of the things you see are like you sitting in the car that is going on top speed. And they are passing. It's finished. You must be able to reconcile everything that flashes your spiritual eye and translate it to make meaning and say it at its represent in spirit. And it is not easy to prophesy. If you are sitting in a car or a train, let me use a train that is on top speed. Those of you that have sat in the train before, it is not very easy. A train that is going about 180 or 250 kilometers per hour. Everything in the window outside the train, it is not easy to see everything and really explain what it really looks like in, in the natural. Are you getting it? So in the spirit, many things are to us unknown and you think they are only some... Last, uh, this afternoon, the whole of the afternoon I've been in the room and then I saw my spirit roaming in different geographical locations. And when I woke up within the first... Two minutes of me waking up, everything that my spirit had contacted was being played back to me. And I couldn't reconcile my thoughts. Everything I was seeing and remembering was looking to me like I have gone to a place where they have finished many buildings, nice buildings, and they were furnishing them. And the only colors I saw was white and gold. And I'm like, Lord, what are you showing me that I'm not getting? And then just when I was about leaving the office for the auditorium, the Spirit of the Lord said, this is a place I am preparing for the church. You see the way it is? I saw houses, houses, and a big place. And some of the plan of the place I saw, you can't have a full understanding of the plan. I remember, I said, So I'm looking at a picture, fragments. If I sit down now and I begin to reconcile my thoughts to my spirit, it will give me a full picture. But it requires meditation. So spiritual things are like that. 
Now, if you don't want to spend time eh, to develop your spirituality and you, you think that you have all the muscles, you have all the knowledge, the academics, you have all the finances to live your life. And so you don't make time to meditate, to think, to pray, to fast, to read your Bible, and to reconcile your soul to your spirit and to your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, making a lot of mistakes, which will cost you, you will never see upliftment. Today, we are going to pray. Everything that is somewhere in the spirit, down against you with the voices of men, may you receive the grace and the ability to overrule it. So the first voice we want to deal with is the voice of God. The voice of God. All the voices in the world, the first voice that you must place particular attention on is the voice of God. So you are praying, Father, cause me to hear your voice in the language that I can understand. Cause me to what? hear your voice in what? A language that I can understand. A lot of Christians are always having the burden of how to hear the voice of God. Well, they say, well, if God knows everything and God can speak to me and that the voice of God is all I need to know the difference between good and bad and to know my destiny, why is God not speaking to me? God must speak to me and tell me, accident. We want to hear the voice of God. We want God to speak to us. And sometimes we do it as if God doesn't speak. And because God doesn't speak, we are begging him to speak. God is always speaking. In fact, God is a talkative. He said, I will not do anything except I inform my servant, the prophets. So God is always talking. But the only problem with humanity is that we are not trained in our spirit man to be able to hear the voice of God and differentiate it from all other voices. Because God is not the only one speaking and other voices are speaking, a cacophonic combination of sounds. It's like this voice is coming, this voice is coming. That voice is coming. The other voice is coming. So at the end, different, different frequencies of voices. How many of you have tuned in your radio and it's like the radio niche is standing on about three different frequencies? If you get a radio station that their frequencies are intertwined and it's like your niche is standing on two, three different radio station frequencies, you see that you are hearing different voices. You are actually hearing, but you are not understanding what they are saying. Please, are you getting it? So, Joy FM is saying, uh, uh, What the person is saying that one? Another DJ is playing, Why that one is singing? Another preacher is preaching on sweet melodies. The tabernacles of corruption and in this be destroyed. The Lord. So now you are hearing three different voices at the same time. You don't know which one you should listen to. And if you try to listen to this one, this one is bringing you interference. How many of you have done physics a little? The interferences of waves. Science student. You know interference. They say that when different frequencies of sound meet, they cancel out each other. 
they neutralize. At the end, it looks as if you didn't hear anything at all. So God seems to us as if he is not talking. Not because God is not talking, but because we are hearing different, different voices in our world. We just saw it from the Bible, 1 Corinthians 14, what the Bible said, there are what? Different voices, and yet none of them is without signification. You will not really know which voice to listen to. If God is talking and other voices are talking, you want to ask yourself, is this the voice of God or the voice of the other voices? Are you getting me? So you will wake up in the morning, for example, and God said, today, don't eat fast. Then another voice will come and tell you, no, you have been fasting too much. If you, if you fast today, we are going to develop ulcer. Stop the fasting. Then while that voice is telling you this, another voice is also saying, okay, do the fasting. But instead of three days, just do six to six for only one day. Whilst we are thinking about that one, another voice comes and says, no, but you cry, why are you even going to do the six to six? So at the end, you end up confused in the midst of different varying voices. So you end up being confused and you decide that if that be the case, these things are not even necessary. Let me think about my how far. So thinking about your how far means brushing aside the voice of God. Today, may God give you the ability to hear his voice. Deuteronomy 18, the verse 15 to 18 and Revelation 3 20. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Oh, we say, now the prayer points. Now, it's not more better actually. Why? Deuteronomy 18 15 to 18 and Revelation 3 20. Are you blessed today? Are you learning something? Don't sleep on me. Oh. Make sure you really start, uh, listen and you write something because this thing I'm teaching you, it will go a very, very, very long way to help. Are you blessed? Don't let your Christianity be on just coming to church and doing I receive, I receive. Get knowledge. Knowledge sets you apart from others. It distinguishes you. Are you with me? The Bible said, The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him he shall, unto him he shall hearken, according to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God, in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see his great fire anymore, that I die not. The people heard the voice of God. They were saying to Moses in the book of um, Exodus, they came to a place and they said to Moses, they said, no, we have been hearing you every day. You come to us and you say, there is a God be who revealed himself to you on Mount Sinai. And then when you come, you tell her, that God said, you people should paint your doorpost. An angel will pass here and kill people. Indeed, we will do it, and the angel will come and kill other people's firstborn, and the angel spare our own. We have seen you always coming here and telling us many things. This voice of your so-called God keep telling you, Moses, enough. Today, we too, we want to see that God. We too, we want to hear that God. If that God is alive, let that God come and also reveal Himself and speak to us. We want to see whether He is a, a wind, He is fire, He is air. He is what? Whether he is a statue, a human being, or a tree, or clouds, or wind. We want to see. And then the Bible said, and the Lord heard it. And when the Lord heard it, he came to his prophet and said, go and tell the children of Israel to sanctify themselves because tomorrow 
I am coming. If you want to hear the voice of God, please walk in sanctity. <laughs> walk in what? Do you know sanctity? Holiness, purity. There are many things a young man like me, I wish I could also do. Okay, I'm As a young man, eh, I have my own youthful desires. Your feelings, pa. But my eye have become the eye of God. Are you getting it? You use your ear to hear filthy things. You can listen to profane. Huh? The pono, there are a lot of sex talks. If you go to uh, YouTube eh, and Facebook, there is one guy, I don't want to mention his name. He has a certain program they call you haven't heard it go and browse it I was on my Facebook uh, checking something and somebody posted a green country it came on my news feed I opened it if you can listen to it five minutes and not really engage in the spirit with a woman you are very powerful you see it by the time your ear listen to this you won't hear God again by the time you listen to the profane one hour, your heart was poor. You won't hear God again. If you want to hear God, what you hear, what you see, what your mouth tastes, what your nose smell, what your feelings tell you, you must guard it against your environment. Not every feeling can enter your skin. Not every sense can enter your nose. Not everything can uh, taste can come on your tongue. And you cannot see everything and hear everything. These are the five senses by which God talks to you. So the voice of God came to the people and then the people said, Hey, Moses, we are tired. We can't hear God again. Now we are afraid because the Bible said when the Lord appeared in the cloud, he was glowing with fire, tender, lightning. His appearance was so fearsome that the people, some, the Bible said some of them fell and died. The appearance of the voice of God, though, the appearance now the Let me tell you, it is not everybody that can stand the voice of God. That is why he raised prophets. A prophet is like a transformer. Do you see transformer? The Akosombo power coming from the mains. If it enters your TV or air conditioning direct, it will destroy. Do you see? You can't stand it. So, in the wisdom of the electrical engineers, they manufacture transformer which will step down the voltage. It will bring it to a level that if it enters into your gadget, the capacitors and the resistors and whatever inside can really absorb the power and use it to work for you. If it is high, it will destroy it. That is what a prophet does for the church. A prophet is trained in the spirit to receive all the lightning, the tender, the fearsomeness of God's appearance, the terrific nature of the spirit and the supernatural, and resist all the dangers it comes with. And after that, it will absorb the good parts of the uh, glory of the Lord in his voice and translate it to the church and say, Thus saith the Lord. And Nehemiah, Ekekan, one of the prophets, so because a baby, so I won't mean you know, a baby, 
spirit. I started misbehaving like many high fever. It took me two weeks before I could go to school. So as everybody is to be hearing God and they are not trained for it. What do you think will happen? You will come to church one day and everybody will go mad. So the people now said, we don't want to hear the voice of God again. Eh? We don't want to hear the voice of God. Neither let me see this great fire anymore that I die. So if you are not trained to hear God, you can die. Did I help somebody in the church? So if you want God to speak to you, please train yourself for it. It comes by prayer. It comes by holiness. It comes by fasting. It comes by reading your Bible. It comes by meditating. If you are not growing yourself and training yourself in this area, it is very, very difficult to operate the prophetic or hear the voice of God. But I am looking at a new generation of believers in faith where that after this service, God is going to train your spirit and make you hear the voice of God in a way that you will not be afraid of life anymore. Uh, your amen is weak. Revelation 3.20. Revelation 3.20. Are you, are you getting something? I mean, but men can't say being Hearing the voice of God is the greatest gift God can give to any human being. Okay? God is always speaking to us. But just like my sister Ida defined uh, voice or language in communication, he is not always talking with voice. God can talk without talking. We say God can talk without what? Let's read Revelation 3. Ready, go. Uh-huh. 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 If you are a very analytical Bible student, you will see that something is wrong with this scripture. Who can tell me what is wrong? Where are the analytical students of uh, grammar and language? There is something wrong. Nana? Mm-hmm. Famaikeno. What's it? Uh-huh. 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 He's knocking, but I don't get you. Everybody watch me. I like demonstration. So I'm coming to your house. This is your door. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. What are you hearing? Sound. What sound is it? The sound of what? The sound of what? Knock. So if you are going to open this door, are you going to open it in response to my knocking or my voice? Huh? My knock. So why is Jesus saying, if any man shall what? Hear my voice instead of my knock. Mm? This is to tell you, it is not always the case that God is talking with his voice. God can talk with the elements. The things around you, God can use them to speak to you. So the door in your house, the door to your heart, the coconut tree in your house, the car you drive, the shoe you wear, the things that you use can become the voice of God by which God can get you to understand his will and his ways. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man shall hear my voice, not a knock, then I will come in to him and will shop with him and you and he with me. So how will I know this person knocking it's not my enemy or the devil, but Jesus knocking. You must be trained to be able to decipher between sounds. The sound God will make to you, whether by his voice, whether by his hand, whether by his body language, can tell you the will of God or the mind of God about the situation you are going through. 
Are you getting it? So, in the supernatural, hearing the voice of God is not always going to come with the sound of his voice, but with the sound of his body language. Huh? Sometimes, silence, people say, means consent. But sometimes, silence means disapproval. So you can be praying, Father, I want the visa. Let them give me the visa. I want to travel America. You know America. I want to go America. Let them give me the visa. Father, if you will let me go, give me a sign. Give me a dream. I want to see a vision. After praying and praying and praying and praying and praying, God is not talking. Then a carnal Christian who wants to follow their own mind concludes silence means consent. Then they go and do their own passport. Go and fake uh, bank statement, fake this, fake that. Captain Planet, their documents together, apply. Then they bounce you big time. Then the Christian will come and say, eh, so where was God? Didn't I fast? Didn't I pray? Eh? The prophet has even prophesied to me that one day, God is going to open door for me to travel. So why not now? Because you have taken the unspoken language of God as the voice of God. If you read concerning Jesus, I think John, is it John 9? The Bible said when Jesus stood before Pilate, Pilate asked him a lot of questions and Jesus did not answer a word. It's so much that the governor was greatly amazed and said, Careless thou not the many things which your accusers say against thee. Are you the son of God? And the Bible said he will still not answer him anything. The governor became very, uh, there is a word I want to use. He became very legal and used a legal word and said, I adjure you. The word adjure in legal terms means I, I am sup- <laughs> I'm applying the constitution to subpoena you, to speak. I adjure. It's a strong legal term. At that time, Jesus had to respect the laws of the land. Then he spoke and he said, thou sayest, I am the son of God. Silence cannot always mean consent. fact that you are insulting me, you are saying many things about me, and I am quiet. Doesn't mean really I am what you claim I am. If you say I am a fool and I don't talk back, it doesn't mean I am a fool. Probably I am looking at an animal talking to a human being. And a human being must not talk back to an animal, else all of us look like an animal. So my silence cannot be my consent. Then say a pilot unto him, Speaker thou not unto me, knowest thou not that I have the power to crucify thee and a power to lead thee. Jesus answered, Thou could have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee had the greater sin. Uh-huh. Roll the thing. I know, I know. I wish you could have given me any of the Matthew, Mark, Luke account of this uh, thing. The Bible said the governor became confused. Sometimes when you decide not to respond to uh, the voices that are speaking against you, eh, in itself it becomes a response of your voice to the voice. 
your unspoken voice against the voice can become your voice against the voice. Silence is a powerful weapon. If you decide not to respond to an enemy who don't really carry any weight in the spirit, but they only want to buy your attention. Do you know the power of bloggers? Bloggers uses your attention and your response to their insane insults and claims about you to gain popularity. They are using your popularity or dignity as a ladder to attain the same height with you by getting you to speak back. And in leadership, that is the strategy of Jesus. I wish you could find the Matthew Mark Luke account of this. The Bible says he, 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 he was so quiet that the governor was confused. The governor was greatly surprised. If you want to surprise your enemy, use the weapon of silence. What does he say? Especially when they are accusing you falsely of something you didn't do. And they want you to come to the public, explain yourself. And then, you see, the more you explain, the more you sell yourself to your accusers. So, you see, pastors who have been accused in Ghana, and they understand the principle of silence. Eh? When they accuse them, they didn't come out to say anything. The person accusing you, you know, in that way, you preserve your image. You preserve your integrity. You preserve... Uh, uh, uh. But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. I adjure thee. Because Jesus has refused to talk back. If you want God to fight for you, don't fight for yourself. I said, if you want God to fight for you, don't fight for yourself. Did I help you here? You see, a lot of you are hearing so many bad voices. Your friend told you, the lady is a very good lady, marry her. See your life. You listen to the voice of people. Somebody told you, this your pastor. He's a very bad man. Don't go to his church again. And the devil has used this person's voice to confuse you. That's why Jesus said, I know my sheep and my sheep knoweth me. And they know it, my voice. And another man's voice, they will not hear. If you are really a true Christian, eh, you will never listen to another man apart from the voice of your pastor or your God. God will speak to you through your prophet, your pastor. Any other voice trying to disconnect you from your pastor and from God is not a good voice, the voice of the devil. Can this person be a good person in your life? And you now, you know that the pastor have not done anything evil to you. But accept that another voice is telling you the pastor is not good. Why are you always hearing strange voices instead of the voice of God? Today, may God give you the ability to hear his voice instead of the voices of other people. The second voice we want to deal with is the voice of your soul or yourself. The voice of your soul or yourself. And you are praying, Father, help me not to listen to my heart, 
but follow your voice in all the days of my life. Apart from so onyame kasa ye hono, one kasa so wakuma beti miya kasa chereo. What did they make an answer? And it is one of the many reasons for the confusion why you don't know the difference between the voice of God and the voice of other things or other people. Your own heart is also talking to you. How many of you have listened to your heart before? Oko Facebook, I bet interesting things people put on Facebook. People write on their wall, I better listen to my heart than to listen to what people say. I better follow my heart and marry the man I want to marry instead of the opinions of others. But it's true. Your heart is telling you to go after that man or that woman. But your heart is not right. If your heart is right, by now, you should be flying. A lot of the things your heart have told you to do since your mother gave birth to you, if they were right, you should be very rich by now. You should be very successful by now. It's because of your heart that you are struggling in life and you are not happy. Your heart made you to go and steal. As a result of that stealing, you went to jail. Now you are back. If you keep listening to your heart, you will go and steal again. This time, they will take you to firing squad. When you were young, eh, did you used to tell your teacher, your mother, friends, family people, you were going to be a doctor? How many disappointed doctors are here? Let me see your hand. You wanted to be a doctor. Oh, lift it high. Let me see it well. Oh, disappointed doctor number one. Disappointed doctor. Let's lift it. I'm counting. Number one. Number two. Disappointed doctor number three. Disappointed number four. Number five. Number six. Number. All of you said you want to be a doctor. That is what your heart was telling you, isn't it? You love to be a doctor, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. You love to be a doctor, isn't it? Why didn't you become a doctor? <laughs> Auntie, why didn't you become a doctor? Me, I said I will marry a white man, a white lady. Yes. When I saw the white woman, I said, wow, what a beautiful damsel. And incidentally, when I met my wife, and I proposed to her. She also said she said she wants to marry a, a white man. That is what your heart was telling you. But what your heart was saying was it the will of God? Answer me. You you grew and you saw that in spite of all this, your wild desire, you try very hard, Reverend. And as hard as you try, as hard as it becomes, and you conclude this my heart desire is unrealistic. Then you said, I don't want to even do science. My, my mathematics is not good. I want to go and do vocay. You know vocay? <laughs> vocay, vocay. And some of you even went to do courses that you didn't even know how your end will be. <laughs> eh, what, what course are you doing? I'm doing as one. What is as one? <laughs> as two, as two. What is as two? You did Joe. And gra and fee. <laughs> Geography. And some read BK. But now they are doing nursing. <laughs> oh, don't look at me like that. We are preaching in church. Eh? Uben design. A lot of them were unrealistic. You see it? So you don't come and you say, so uh, assuming that time, no, now the I am Bible. Eh? It was yes to demo. It was yes to demo. It was yes to demo. Tintinkaka. Tintinkaka. Obroinifita. Tintinkaka. Tintinkaka. I rather find a mummy. We are. We are. I claim it now. I claim it now. Sampire now, boy. And who say I'm quasi empire now, boy? 
spectators. Hey? And then you were praying in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I claim it. I claim it. I want to be a pilot. I will fly. I will fly. I will fly. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pia. Pia. I claim it. I claim it. Jesus, <laughs> you you see, you 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 scream, shout. A lot of the things your heart is desiring, eh? it is not in the will of God. It was the voice of your heart. But it didn't reflect the will of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, 17 and 18. When you miss the voice of God, the next voice that can confuse you is the voice of your heart. I was, I was, I was uh, counseling a certain lady eh? She visited me with Miss Ghana. Miss Ghana and her friend had come to my meeting. I prophesied to her and everything has happened. So he went to talk to her. And then the lady came to me. Very pretty girl. There is this popular uh, journalist in Peace FM. People call Kwame. Kwame. Hmm? The man is a married man. But this lady knows very sure that this man is a married man. And she was impressing on me to pray for her. that Her heart tells her that Kwame Sifakai is the husband. And the lady was so passionate about this uh, desire that in spite of every word I gave her telling her, this is an inordinate affection for somebody's husband. It won't help you. Please stop. He said, then I'm not a powerful prophet. If I am a powerful prophet, I should be able to pray for angels to go and touch the man to leave the wife and marry her because she has even dreamed several times having a wedding with the man. The devil has scented you. This your heart desire is demonic. Okay. Can you imagine I got up one day and I said, I dreamt and your wife was my wife. Ah, you can give me everything, but not this woman. If I even greet her, I don't greet her. You can have serious problems. You may not say it, but in your heart, you will mark me very well. Why should you be desiring somebody's husband? And you are trying to use the prophet to get the backings of God. Ah, a money. And the lady said, You, I know it's because I didn't bring you fast seed. I said, Madam, your seed will not even change anything. He said, Yeah, but. The way I've been dreaming about the thing, I know, don't you believe in dreams? I said, I do, but it is not every dream that comes from God. A lot of you here are following your heart. The people of God was warned not to follow their heart. <coughs> Sorry. Can give me a little water? Thou shalt, <coughs> and thou shalt say in thy heart. Highlight that one for me. Let's read it. Ready, go. <coughs> Shall we begin? Ready, go. Oh, one kind here. Can't they anything say they were near? Say, read it aloud. Ready, go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Makarantapani. Eh? Why? Are we in Buko Haram? But thou shalt say in thy heart, My power and my might, the might of my hand, has gotten me this wealth. Do you see it? God, through his voice, spoke to you. And said, leave Egypt and come to Canaan. I will bless you. 
So you heard the voice of God and God bless you. You came to the land of Cana. He gave you victory over your enemies. When you were leaving Egypt in the first place, he even blessed you with plenty silver, plenty gold. Then now, after you have come to the promised land and inherit good land, vineyards, houses, goodly houses, beautiful wives, handsome husbands, you have gotten children, your cattle are multiplied, life is in top cuisine. Now you can go to Abu Dhabi, eh? Bahamas, spread yourself and come back with your husband. And your kids are doing well. Now you have forgotten the voice of God. Now it is no more your, the voice of God, but you say in your heart. So your heart can speak. Your heart can talk to you. Your heart can say what God has not said. You say in your heart, it is not me listening to the voice of God that brought me where I am. Rather, it is my own mind and my own hands and my own strength that got me this world. God is warning you. And all those who are clapping, may heaven give you the grace not to give yourself to what your voice is telling you. May the voice of your heart be shattered today in your life. May you not follow your heart until you die before your time. May you not follow your heart until you are lost in life. May the Lord give you the grace to hack into his voice and not the voice of what your heart is telling you. Receive the power. So you will wake up in the morning because now you are married. You have a wife. You have a, 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 a husband. You have your house. Now you have a car you drive you have a check which you sign you have a bank account you have forgotten god sunday morning the voice of your heart say dede you are tired sleep let your body rest small and you forget the voice of god that said remember the sabbath day and keep it holy you forget the voice the voice of your heart is always the voice of your flesh only the things that the body loves becomes the voice of your heart. I was talking to a very respectable son of mine last two weeks. Came to introduce the girlfriend to me and said, Daddy, you have been fighting me to marry. Now money is coming. I want to marry. But this is the lady I want to marry. But there is another one. I said, Really? So which of the two do you love? He said, I'm confused. I said, have you proposed to them? He said, all of them are proposed. You see, if you follow the voice of your heart, eh, you will be one of the greatest controversial people that has ever lived in the face of the earth. A lot of you here, you know and you know and you know what you are doing is not good, but you are following your heart. So he went to see this one. Now, when I, when, when, when I, the lady he brought was shy. So he said, I won't come out. I want to be in my car. We are closed. Most of you have gone home. I was in the office. And then I said, okay, let me come down. You see me, I can come to your level. I left the office. I said, let's go down there. Let me greet her. Open the gate. I said, hi, baby. <laughs> How are you, baby? You are beautiful, baby. I have 10 American right there. Because Hey, 
Pastor Hina girl, did you see her? That girl was standing there. You saw it. I don't want to mention something. The girl is wearing a golden anklet. And if you see the way a girl now see a yen who jina hona. Ah, me obema. Uh feni. Ah, and maybe the beachy. Except that I won't find me here, papa. Yeah, you see jealousy in your eyes. See, see. <laughs> hey, beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. Eh? Oh, they are open and I'm sure you cry. Yeah. And the lady came out of the car. I shook us with her and then Reverend. Then and then, no, I discovered that love is in the heart of the lady. See, when I'm a chain, me banijin and chain, I'm say, Charlie, the lady loves you. I say, Daddy, the one my mom fab akuna me tia ukura. And I'm say, Oh, you want to come and introduce the other one too? I say, Yes, you are my father. Whichever you tell me to marry, the one I will marry. And I'm say, Okay, then I retract my words. Bring the other one. Me feel what I mean from the staircase. Now I heard, I heard the voice of God. The Lord said, the other one is very, very, very rude and proud. And she doesn't respect. But she's more prettier outwardly than this one. The reason why the gentleman doesn't want to marry this one is that although this one has all the qualities of a wife, his, his heart is following the other one because of her beauty. But she he knows very well that the other beautiful one too doesn't respect. So I said, I said that, my son, call me tomorrow. I want to talk to you. I called him on phone. They left and they went out. Then the Lord said, the lady will not come. So I sent him a message in the morning. One message in the morning. No, I said, check your phone. I sent you a message. Have you read it? I said, daddy, no. No, I said, wow. And indeed, he said he won't come. But I told her, in the uh, at dawn in the evening, and he said he's going to come. And I'm saying, okay. The one I'm catching, say, we need baby. A radical such let me say, worry the other never she am and the other one. Me hunda ye wo fe. She only looks pretty, and your heart is following her. Your heart runs for the beauty of the outward expression of her body, but the content of her heart and her character is appalling. But this one you brought here. He, she will tolerate all your nonsense. You are a womanizer. You chase. You are this. You are that. But that lady knows it all. But she doesn't fight you. Why do you want to marry this one? He said, Daddy, and no one I can. Only me plan you now, but will you cool with me? You see it. So you know and you know and you know and you know within your conscience, God bearing you right in your mind that this one will help you. But you are following the voice of your heart. And a lot of you men here, I, 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 I cry for you. You will marry your wife. You live with her. She will support you. After God prosper you, you see this foolish girl twisting everywhere. Then your heart go after her. I have been eating nkrakra for long. I want to try can make you cough. Palm nut can make you cough. You have been eating live soup, so you want to try palm nut soup. You will cough and vomit everything you have eaten. May God show you mercy after today. Receive the grace. 
Now we didn't see a lot of these girls you see it is oh, it is your money. The day the alarm stops for you, the day your money stops coming to them. Who is what Jimmy? On Jimmy to sell name and said the other year to a pesca. It is a what Jimmy are over twenty manhole, mutuma won't be or ban no more. You did that bless a child of God here. And see, please, today you are dealing with the voice of your heart. You are always listening to your heart. Anything your heart tells you, you won't cross check with what the word of God says. Your heart said go and steal. What is the word of God saying about stealing? Your heart said don't go to church. What is the word of God saying about church? Your heart is telling you, don't talk to your sister again. That brother is your enemy. What does the Bible say about relating to your enemies? You are always following your heart, your emotions. In your life, every decision be I'll be making you based on what your heart tells you. You see the way you are, you are miserable and you are failing. I was lying down this afternoon and I asked myself, how did my life come where I am? Everywhere you are today is a product of the voices you heard yesterday. You are an accountant. A voice told you to go and do accounting. And you said, I want to do accounting. Why didn't you choose geography or uh, mathematics? It is a voice. So the sum total of your life by the time you die will be a summary of the total voices you heard. Because the voice you heard decides the decisions you make. And the decisions you make is what made you or unmade you. So by the time you die, whether you die poor, you die rich, you die successful or unsuccessful, you die sick or strong, you die a pastor or you die a pauper, whatever your end will look like, it's a product of the voices you heard and the decisions you made based on the voice. What you are saying? It's a life, you know. If the devil make all your decisions based on the feeling, the voices of your heart, where will you end? Tell me, am I helping you? Today, this year, I will organize men's conference in this church. <laughs> men's conference. Some things are for men only. So you, you won't come some. I am going to meet the men conference three days in the church. And speak to you, eh? The matters that concerns men alone. And when I finish, I will do one for the women. Let's balance the seats. Let's be fair. Because there are certain things I say it here when women are here. But it is worth hearing, worth preaching. If I don't teach it, you will see that you are a man, but you will become like a woman in your marriage and in your life. You will make wild decisions a man is not supposed to make. For instance, if I see a man who is very emotional, a lot of you here do know why your relationships are unstable, especially the men. A man must not be emotional. Men must be logical in their ab- Huh? It's easily. Announce say every little thing make you so excited, you forget your mind. You are really excited. Kakrano when you when it mujis are now with a few baby hour. Ukasa for Kura Kurana the two baby I won't kai. Ujimiba. 
A man is not supposed to be emotional like that. Obama be a way emotional, Sano. A man do see kakwa. Women know that secret. So if a woman wants to have rule over a man, he's subject you to your emotions. No. What do you think women give you good sex? Blue job. Those things they do. No, some women can just come. I, I heard something from one of my daughters. He said, Daddy, when I was in the world, they can call me to Osu. Airport residence during lunch time. I don't go and do such, so I only go and blow my job for them and collect good money, dollars. Obey me blow a bit, don't know thousand dollars. No, they are saying blow job. No, I know they are saying because you see, it is an emotional game. The thing called blow job can make you very emotional more than sex. It is all the sudden, yeah, what who be so excited you want to do something for them? I don't know, or can't you up a car or dominic and a bemoan. La Paz Toyota. And the Obama we are giving to emotions easily. What we are doing for? We will never prosper. You don't qualify to be a leader if you are very emotional. In leadership, emotions don't win any battle in leadership. A man must be emo must be logical as a sound. If I add one to one, they be two. Now I have one, but I need three. Where do I get the remaining two? Okay, let me talk to this one. Let me find. You are always think logical thinkers. They are people who are change managers. If you are a man, you are the head. The Bible said, and God made Adam the head of the family. The first institution God created, which is marriage. Man was made the head. Into Obama. You are everywhere. Any somebody doing, you want to be part. You are there. Uh, all students association, you are there. Uh, your friend is saying, your friend is saying, I won't come to any being to me. Huh? Or move to a joint. You what? You you what? You what? You follow your heart. Emotions in You you don't have any logical time for yourself. But you can go for instance sit at the beach alone and be thinking the way my life is going. This problem. How do this problem? Sometimes I go and sleep in the hotel, fasting for two weeks, three weeks, and I take some of the days off. No prayer, no Bible, just to be thinking through about the church. My children, my wife, my life, my family. How do I fix the do You don't have to be an emotional man. You are not doing it. <laughs> have you heard in the account where they say, obey man Do you know why? Does it mean men don't have tears? Men have tears. So why do they say men don't cry? It doesn't mean a man cannot say tears. But tears connotes emotions. Small thing you are crying. Small thing you are crying. Emmanuel, small thing you are crying. Men must learn to take pain. Pain. Man, take pain. You will do all the, the painful work in life 
just to make your children and your wife happy. So if you are a man who cannot take pain and you are always complaining, eh, me yiri tifiye onye juma me kwana me bread and when I bring the money, he will mess everything. He will do and, and give me bills to pay and do this and do. Hey, you won't go anywhere. That is how God created them. Adam went to work. Eve was in the house shopping yafu yafu. Then the devil came. What God have given them, the woman couldn't protect it. He lost it. But Adam didn't complain. He still gave him a pet name. He said, your name shall no more be called woman. You shall be called Eve. How do you call your wife? Me mommy friend, I call you man. What's your friend? I call you man. What do you mean for? If the mother is calling her Akosia Mansa, you don't also call her Akosia Mansa. How you call your spouse, that is how he or she will become. Adjo anko, adjo anko. I'm it, I'm it. Charity, you know, I'm it. Akosiate, akosiate. The way I open them, bow, you're reading. And ya kono atapapa. Until you need one more car, and you need din. But can you call your husband twins, twins father, twins father? <laughs> Ata papa. Ata papa. Ofui. May God bless all of you who are clapping. May God bless you. I, I always look at Pastor Hini and Auntie Vic. I take a lot of inspiration from their marriage. Omoma wariye fe. Omoma. I just want to see how wariye me fe. Of friendly Annie or see sugar. Huh? You see, Auntie Vic, gray hair when it in, but she is refusing to grow. The Coca Cola shape is still there. If your wife, your husband is treating you nice, why won't you look nice? You don't learn how to call yourselves in your marriage. You look at your spouse. Hey, brother. What the are and who him? Who are him? Hey, call from mommy, mommy. Okay, name mommy and also the end. Go and call me your mother. Hey, where is your father? What do you mean? Mama, where are you? Some crazy, some now move from village. Village mentality now. The way your father used to treat your mother, you bring the same thing in the marriage. Look at this romantic girl with Coca-Cola shape. You have married. Did you used to see that in the village? When in Bueda, voices. Huh? The way you call a woman and a man, eh, it can change the way they see themselves. Listen, can I say something and go? One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the greatest gifts you can give to an African is self-confidence. In this part of Wawel, we are not trained to be self-confident. When your mother gives birth to you, you are going to school. The first thing they tell you, we don't have money, so you going to school. Please, don't join yourself to bad company. We don't have money. We, we are poor. In Ghana, they say, I we am poor. So if you go, you bring your trouble, you carry your trouble. Tell them more. Ah? So you go to school. When friends are playing football, you are afraid. If you go and help yourself, you are in trouble. You can't. Tell them. You, you don't socialize. You are afraid. You, you are not daring. A typical African is not daring. We are not self-confident. So if you marry eh, and you don't give each other eh, support emotionally to be self-confident, 
and you are always insulting one another, demeaning one another in the marriage. You are taking each other's confidence towards life and towards each other. A man is a man in the home, but he can't even make decisions on behalf of the family because he is not trained to be confident in himself to make decisions and trust the decisions he made. Or see me person missing dying. Because the man is not trained to be confident. And the woman too wants to cook soup. He doesn't know whether the granola soup. What will you eat today? Then you say, I will take uh, rice and stew. You go and come and say, the stew, do you want uh, fresh vegetables or you want decayed vegetables or Kobe? Stew. Then you say, fish, one tilapia. You say yes. Then you go, ah, you are there. Then you come again. Ah, the tilapia, do you want the one with salt inside or the fresh one? The confidence to cook is not there. So if you don't learn to respect each other and make each other feel wanted and needed, you kill each other's emotions, you kill each other's ego, you kill each other's confidence. Nothing works in the marriage. Bad characters and bring to the home because daddy didn't train them. Mommy didn't train them. Today, I pray for you. May your heart never take precedence of your life, but may the voice of God train you and teach you the way to relate with others. The voice of men. The voices of men. Heavenly Father. Let the voices of men be sat in my life and let your voice prevail. Apart from the voice of your heart, men are also talking to you. Men! That one is even more dangerous than the voice of your heart. Sometimes what your heart tells you is a product of what men are telling you. The first time you lost your virginity, your friend spoke to you and said, let's go to disco. And he suggested a man for you. The voice of a man. Isn't it? The ladies, are you here? The first time. Do you, know, do you remember your first time? Don't look at me like that. We are in church. Do you remember your first time? Do you know your first is your best? But because you didn't do it based on the voice of God or on your own volition. And somebody influence you. You felt abused and used. So you finished the whole thing and you felt you have been enslaved or abused. From that day, anytime a man comes around you, you are afraid. I'm talking to one of my daughters and he tells me he's afraid of sex. Hmm? He's afraid of sex. She was raped. What happened? Her friend took her to another friend in Kumasi and they were sitting there. The friend said, uh, I want to buy something and come. You know, you know, I want to buy something and come. <laughs> if you go to a man's house who is not married, and do you now you can see this man Oboshi. <laughs> and then your friend said, Cha, Chale, Mundin Komawai, Meba. Omwa Kasa see that the Ebi on Kantreo, Wajipa, you were Chile, Watong, huh? I said, Me Tua, dear Oheyaba, and then he leaves you. For the man, you are in the room alone. Then the man is like, "Hey, now what are you talking about? I feel, me too much over here. We want to feel, but now, what's going on? We know, eh, eh, in Kuwa, na natural. Huh? It the skin, eh, pomade, brightened or natural bright. Now then, it's like, oh, baby, that is my minimum. Oh, sorry, now me can say tatia. Hey, you are beautiful, pal. Nobody told you. Wow. Now, what is it that is inside your teeth like that? Is it a jewelry? 
Wow. Then he said, I like your breast. The way you look. No, get up, let me see. Get up, let me see. You turn, wow, what is it? You are in the room alone, Reverend. Your friend has showed you already voices before you know this guy will. And you see, women, eh, one of their weakness, you see, we are logical, but they are emotional. So once a woman starts hearing the voice of a man and she feels belonged to, she feels accepted, she feels secured, she feels she finds herself in the life of a man who can do anything for her. I am telling you, the lady will do anything for them. So by the time we start praising her and making her feel loved and wanted, she can be a very intelligent girl. Once you bring her to her emotions, where can say Huh? So some of you married men, eh? This is why you make many young girls sleep with you. You start telling them, your wife is not good. Your wife is wicked. Your wife is maltreating you. Your wife is this. Your wife is that. Then the woman emotion begins to burst forth. They now feel sorry for you. Oh, what can I do for this? Uh, for daddy. For daddy. Uh-huh. Daddy, daddy, Reverend Eclid. <laughs> Auntie Vic, why are you more handling that the equally like this. Papa Gio. Papa Gio. <laughs> Reverend Mommy, high five. So you, your emotions now begin to go for Daddy Gio. Reverend Eclid. And you have fake hatred for Auntie Vic. For you, Auntie Vic has never done anything good for Daddy Gio. And then you start. Daddy, don't worry. Eh? Come, don't worry. Daddy, you don't worry. You know, don't mind mommy. Don't mind mommy. Asa. Somebody say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. You can never bring match, lighted match to petrol, and it will not ignite. You will fire each other. And when you finish, creating me a clean heart. Oh, Lord. I've been singing it. Eh? <laughs> the voices of men. All your problems in life, which you will ever get or have ever gotten. The voices of men. When you will be there, grown up saying, you see, my answer, Santa, where you are, will be 24. Huh? You haven't wronged the person. Suddenly they have changed. You call them, they don't pick. You call them, they don't pick. You send message, they don't respond. Somebody is influencing them. You are dealing with the voices of men. So most of you hear that friends are not with you as before. Don't fight them all. Ask yourself, who is talking to this person? I have worked work with so many leaders, pastors, elders, deacons. Name them in ministry. I am very nice to them. Me me also phobia. I want him in anti. I mean, say also. Me ni mu is so. Oya me ba wo nyame mu na se one kasa wa ma me wo ni me ame kan wo ha wa ubi jim for because I won't follow you to be checking your life and saying why did you do this? Why are you doing this? Don't do this. What don't? If you don't talk to me, I won't talk. To you. That is my policy in ministry, because you see, it is not everybody who hears you who hearkens to you. Okay, some people will only listen to you. But they will never hack into you. So I don't want to force myself on people. You can see me and call me Papa, Daddy, Man of God, Reverend, Prophet. 
I don't see you as you are, you are my daughter or you are my son just because of that verbal accolade you are giving me. But when I talk to you, do you listen? When I say don't go here, do you sit down? When I say the Lord said don't put this thing here, will you listen to me? So my affection and responsibility towards you as a pastor ends where your obedience ends. Hey, what did I make you say? If you force people to listen to you, eh, they will always hate you in their secret chamber. Are you getting it? So the voices of men, some of them come in their secret. Learn to deal with the voices of Okay? And listen to me carefully. If you hear somebody say you are a fool, uh, don't go and ask them when I say me yakwasia. Me tre unyansa yanin kwasia for the nante. Say obisha na genesa or say wa. It tells you they have already formed a certain opinion about you. And so because they have formed opinion about you, they are not really explanation or your defense to change their mind. Opinions can be formed by anybody, including the, the foolish and the wise. So stay away and pretend you haven't heard what this person is saying. And commit it to prayer. Because prayer eh, gives defense to you where you are defenseless. So see what it Psalm 55, 1 to 3. And Psalm 109, verse, verse 1 to 5. You hear the 20. Hold not thy peace, God of Pray for the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They compass me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. But David didn't go and fight them or ask them questions. Why are you insulting me? He prayed. He prayed. Don't ask a fool. Why are you a fool? They are already a fool by DNA. Huh? A fool is a fool by genetic makeup. The only way to change a fool is to commit him to prayer. If somebody hates you, they are not saying any good thing about you. You can't change their perception about you. Commit them to time and to prayer. The next voice you must deal with is the voice of Satan. The voice of who? Do you know Satan is talking? Satan is talking. I said Satan is also talking. Matthew 4, 3 to 10. Apart from saying Satan is. So men are talking against your future, your marriage, your welfare. They, they want you to, to backslide, to fall. But the devil is also talking. So you see, you are not only contending or struggling with one voice. The voices are me. That is why you have to reduce your friends as much because if you have 20 friends and all of them are talking, you have 20 voices of men alone. And then you are going to have the voice of God, the voice of your heart in addition. And now, the voice of Satan. And when Satan is talking, or you see demon, the devil will use your problems to talk. For instance, you have a problem, you are praying that God has not yet answered it. Satan will recommend. There is a lady who used to come for prayers here. The sister used to be in the choir. And this lady, I love her so much. I told her, I said, your childbearing problem is coming from your in-law. Your husband's mother is angry with you. He said that it is true. Do you know I told the lady to go and buy something for the in-law so that the in-law's heart will be at peace and she will conceive. When she took it, they said, so that's the way 
This is not a Nancy story. I'm sorry if you hear something. It happened right in the church. And the lady went for another meeting at Bogoso. And another prophet went to tell her, you are not conceiving because of your husband's mother. So when the lady went home, the woman had called the son and told the son, your wife is roaming around. So tell your wife to sleep. And then the man said, if you don't stay home, you go to any prophet, I'm divorcing you. The man had followed the wife to my office before. I said, this, that, 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 that. The, lady, the man agreed to everything I said. The husband is a lecturer, a PhD. Hey, man, I've seen things. Oh. You people, when you come here, I say, let's pray. Let's do this. You see, I have stopped advising people. Like I told you, if you're a pastor, know your limits. Don't force people to do things beyond where they, they can obey you. Because you see, obedience is the determination between failure and success. In this kingdom, eh, obedience is everything. is the key. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know what happened? The husband eh, went to see a consultant. And then the consultant said, your wife still has block. So we have to do uh, that thing they call, uh, what? Insemination or whatever. They take your sperm. They take the woman's egg. And then they put it inside the womb. Because they say if your tube has blocked, if your, uh, your ovaries release the egg, it can pass through the fallopian tubes and come inside the womb. So fertilization chances are limited. Now, you, you are a doctor. You must have common sense. If a doctor tells you fallopian tubes are blocked, so egg cannot travel to the womb. So I'm going to take the woman's egg and take your sperm and merge it. And you will be pregnant. You want to pay you tons of money. They did the first one. Huh? The baby still didn't succeed. If it is the blockade of the tubes, which is stopping the pregnancy, then now that they have taken the thing from the ovary and avoided the tubes and put it in the womb, one the biology could have let your logical sense and wisdom tell you, then this time the thing should have worked. Still, it's carried. It must tell you the problem is not a product of block tubes. But there is a spirit behind the problem you are fighting. And this artificial situation in Omoya, 30,000, 25,000, 40,000, 50,000, depending on the expert you consulted. If you, you come here, I said, put your salary here on the altar. God is going to visit your wife or uh, God is going to visit you, the woman. You will say, the pastor is looking for my money. But you were able to take that money, give it to a doctor. Who only took your spec? And when it didn't work, you didn't charge the doctor. You didn't say, give me back my money. Are you not a fool? You see why a lot of you, you can't obey, you can't take instructions from God. Because you, you prefer to listen to your heart. But at least, if you listen to your heart, be sensible. And then the doctor said, we have to cut the tube. When they finished, the lady came here crying and said, you know what? I can't. I don't have any command over you. Your husband is stupidly wise. So until I allow him to prove his wisdom, and it failed. But what saddens my heart, by the time she realizes her wisdom, she had destroyed you. And she will divorce you. And you will go, when he divorce you, you will go wanting to marry another man. But that man, you have already wasted him also. Because you can't conceive for that man. Because you allow this stupid man to destroy. And then now, they find out after they cut the other tube, that the other one. So I said, are you going to cut that one? It's our real name. But be elderly, no. 
Now the man is saying, if you don't go and cut the other two, say, well, Jimmy. A lot of you men here, a lot of you men here, you know your problem. You 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 were not trained in your family house to uh, walk in the fear of God. And you have married the woman you married to, you don't respect her. If you don't respect your wife, you can be very successful, but you come to nothing. Do you know why God brings women into our lives? Me, my success is because of my wife. My, my success. My wife carried me to prophet Nanasa Akodeye for mentorship. When you saw me, he said, the anointing is on you, but I can see the way you do your things. You are not going to attract many people into your ministry because you do your things very immaturely. I know a certain prophet in Bidim Power. Let's go and visit him. I want you to know what they call. And I sat under prophet. Now that is where I learned how to prophesy well, how to package my prophecy, and how to flow in the spirit. I learned it. If I didn't... Reverend, this is a good sermon to preach. A lot of few men here. Can you imagine you can tell your wife, shut up? Oh, yeah, boy. A boy, 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 Sometimes, some of the things your wife say, eh, they don't make logic, they don't make sense, but they make wisdom. Huh? I want to end here with this example. Reverend, you know where you were staying in Osu? It was a, a company rented apart. I was fighting my wife. I said he likes spending money too much. See, one day I was there, she went to buy gas cooker. I said, but there's a gas cooker already in the house. Bus cylinder. I said, why do you like spending money like this? Go, 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 go. She went inside the room. Quiet. The battery, ma'am, the boss said she had fired her. We should move out. Reverend, you see, we came to lodge in your house. Those cookers, we didn't use it. We packed everything at your store. When we left your house and came to Pantanjans, we got the last batch of our uh, stuff. Came to the house around 10 p. We bought Kenke bought this, bought this, bought this. When we came, I realized there was no fire. The gas, the cylinder, and the cooker which my wife bought now became the only source of hope. At that night, my wife had to prepare some cake gifts. Then I was there, the Lord said, you think because you are the man. Always your decisions are logically binding, but women are not logical. They are emotional. And emotions always propel motion. You see, whenever I preach, I always say that every motion propels uh, emotions always prepares motion. When you are emotional about somebody, you you will definitely make a move towards him. That is what saved. And I was hungry from when I have been eating. If she didn't have the cooker to cook something that pantan at that time, I know you show. And from there, if the traffic you be before you get to Medina, you will cry. And around that time of the now, almost like, you know, that guy who cast what I was insulting became our savior. From that day, I stopped molesting her. On some of the things he does. Are you getting it? You see that property I built there? My wife advised me the plan I should do. I was going to build just one house. I said, no, we have to do apartments and rent it out. And I did it. Today we are renting. Even when the money comes, I don't tell her. <laughs> so some of you men here, eh? listen to your wives. Your wife, you see, just as prophecy and spiritual things don't make sense. That is how women don't make sense. They are more spiritual than us. 
most often when anointing comes, they are the first to fall under the power of God. Because we men, we are very logical. We question everything. Even when God is talking, we say, this cannot be God. I was going to make DKM investment. My wife said, this thing, I can't trust it. I said, oh, person, I do For you women, everything you will talk. I am the man. I am the man. Then I even said, God said. <laughs> Use God said. God said to molest her. She kept quiet. Reverend, I put the money there. First profit. Second profit. Third profit. Hey, the money was growing. Ah, I put 20,000 there. That thing I hit over 1 billion. I said, I told you that God said. You see, you have to listen to me. I'm the man. It was 1.15 of October. I had gone to Sunyani in the hotel and I dreamt they were closing their offices. So I called a special assistant to DKM investment manager and I said, I'm seeing them closing your... Oh, nothing can happen. Do you know big men in Bank of Ghana that their money is here with us? Relax. This can be a figment of imagination or a way of imagination. The following morning... Military soldiers, they are putting padlock with red band. DKM clothes. The following morning, it was newspaper scene. I feel my wife say, I told you so. There is a movie they called I Told You So. Did you watch it before? Uh, uh, I told you so. When he said, after prayer, 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 later on, the government decided to pay them. I was nowhere to be found. Look at a prophet like me going to queue in line saying that my money is locked inside the bank. <laughs> it took the same woman I was insulting. Ofruka, Okonkransa, Techiman, Sunyane. For one week, she left Accra. Keyword is he collected all the money for me. You don't listen to your wives. You will suffer in life. Ah. You think God is a fool? He said, and the Lord was said, it is not good for the man to live alone. We have foresight, but women have insight. And then my pong. They say, and then my pong, my pong. You have a fat, you cook only a coffee. You see the way life is. It's um, you want to man, okay, 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 okay. Me, me, you're in a fight. Or can't be a mitie. Me fight. I may not understand it, but I respect her opinion, and we fight the battle together. If your wife say it, you say no. You will do it alone. You are on your own. You don't have any spiritual backing. Because the Bible said, if any two of you shall agree, he didn't say if one of you shall decide. So once you, do, the two of you are not in agreement, and you say, I'm the man, I will do it. Problems, oh dear, check it. Anytime your wife says something, you don't listen. You will see the problem that will come on the project and the things you are doing. When you're spiritual, some of you men here, when you're proud, you see, Sikakakra, when you're in school now, what called a Buddha Utirin. And some of you too, unfortunately for you, one who is Sikada, Ufiye, now, over two Sikakakra, come and say, Oh, salary, you're good. It's a fufuro. Why you're confused? Yet you have got 10,000, so you have arrived. I cast the devil out of you today in the house of God. Prophet, No, I am talking by inspiration. I'm talking. No, all those who are clapping, may God remember all of you. All of you. Yeah. 
Last, last week or last two weeks, I was preaching. Eh? Some of you, the way you get angry with me when I preach, hey, it's your own trouble. Oh. Because I don't know what I'm saying. You. Prophetic to say a comma about so when you go in our traditional reciting and the traditional priest is dancing, all that she's saying, he doesn't know, but it applies to somebody. That is how the prophetic is. So if you come to a church that is prophetic and the prophet is speaking, if you are really a true Christian, you will hear something the prophet may say which applies to you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but it applies to somebody. It is called inspiration. Huh? 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17. I say, all scripture is given of God and through the inspiration of the Spirit. And it's good for caressing, for reproof, for what? For rebuke in righteousness and for what? For caressing. So when a prophet is speaking under inspiration, all these four things you will know. Please forgive me for this example. I respect this gentleman so much. What did my chief for how many years? 13 years. Please, have I ever spoken something to you and it didn't come to pass? For once. This man was in church. When was it last week? Uh, last two weeks. Reverend, you know Mr. Antiamwa? He was in church last two weeks sitting here. Or where? Where were you sitting, sir? This side. And I came to stand here whilst I was talking and I said, there are three people here that the Lord is telling me. One is a man, two are ladies. They want to travel. But God said it is not his will. How many of you remember that prophetic word? Not knowing that my son here had done everything he's about to leave for America. No, America. And the wife is fighting him saying that don't go. It is not the will of God. I don't know anything about that one. So when I said the word, the wife was watching life in his house, in her house. Then the wife said, ah, thank God when she went home, they didn't fight. But they went to discuss it. And then they came to see me last week Sunday. Now watching it now on Sunday. You see? So if I was insulting you, you might have think, I prepared the sermon to come and insult you, but I didn't really know who I was talking to. I didn't even know you are the one I'm prophesying to. But under the inspiration, the Spirit of God made me to say something, which is really going on in your life. And God has saved you from going to crash your family in America. Some of you believe until you travel, you can never make it or succeed. Listen, some of us, because of the anointing here in Ghana, we will become billionaires and millionaires here in Ghana. <laughs> and I, I, I say this under the unseen. No covenant son or daughter of the church can ever be poor. I say it under this unseen. Some of you, listen. Mobile own companies, estate houses. Some of you, businesses. You are moving or Ghana, Hano. No, no. Uh, uh, this is not the voice of a man. It is the voice of God talking to you. Receive the grace and the power. Receive it. Yeah. I won't stop you. But don't think abroad is the only means to an end. Because they can't chop their money. I have met small, small boys. 
36 years, 30 years, when their vessel lands at the beach, eh, they can make over two million dollars. What are they going to do with that money? Which company in abroad will pay you that much? You know your problem. You don't want to seek the mind of God concerning your life and your situation. And you think it is only in abroad. That is what your heart is telling you. You see, I'm telling you, your heart can mislead you. The voice of your heart can mislead you. It can make you think that. And it might not be the mind of Many people had wanted to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear. Blessed are thou that you hear these things which I say unto you. If when you were young, you were hearing the prophet teaching the things I'm teaching and prophesying to you this way, by now, you know where your life will be. Apart from prophecy, seek wisdom from the Bible. Are you getting it? And some of you here, you call yourself my sons. You are not really my son. No. You make a lot of bad decisions without even coming for the mind of God or for counseling or prayer. Until problem comes, then you are knocking at my door. You see it? You are not my son. If you can't take instruction from me, you are not my son. You are not my daughter. You do me, papa, 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 in vain. You are not my son. I know those who are my real sons. I know those who are my true daughters. You must have somebody in your life that when you are fooling, they can come and say, hey, sit down. Prophet Nana can give me a call and say, come here. But we are missing daddy. Then my wife say, Ossese, no. 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 But you don't have anybody to talk to here or to talk to. And yet you attain BBI in life because you don't have a spiritual father. You don't talk to your spiritual father. You don't respect his word. I won't listen to him. Who mourned up? Is he the one who, 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 who made me? When I was going to school, where was he? Hey, anointing. It can come on an illiterate. He will teach you the counsel of God. Anointing. Sorry, John, I'm Get up. You are going home. Is somebody blessed you there in church? So, tonight, those of you who can stay awake, eh, pray these prayer topics. Deal with the voice of Satan, the voice of men, the voice of your heart. And then I have the voice of nature. Deal with the voice of what? Do you know nature is talking? Trees are talking. The sea is talking. Do you know sometimes how... Eh, listen, somebody can go and kill and run away, and they will still find him out. You don't know. DNA profile, profilers can come on the crime scene. The thing has happened. You are gone. But the crime scene can speak to DNA experts. And they will say, you are the one who killed this person. Nature is talking. What manner of man is this that even the seas obey him? If the sea can hear, they can talk. They are familiar with words. Because 
Nature can record your sins and your voice and keep it like a recorder. So in the prophetic, I knew of a certain prophet called Osea Sibbe. He founded Akia Mountains. Huh? My mother said he prophesied her about my birth and said I'll be a prophet. I didn't know that one until he, she said it. They said Osea Sibbe can take a leaf and look at you in the leaf and tell you everything about yourself. He will send you and tear a leaf and bring it to me. You bring the leaf and you're speaking everything about you. How did he see it? Nature is talking. Abodie kasa. Is it not in the book of Hebrews? He said, because we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. So nature is a witness to everything you are saying and you are doing. Don't joke with your life. You want to do it in secret, but nature witnesses it. The, the room where you want to sleep with somebody's wife and somebody's husband, the walls they testified against you because they recorded it. The tree. Why you rape that girl? Some of you, they sleep with you under trees at night. The tree recorded it. You don't understand life, eh? Do you know, eh? When you cut the tree, it can tell you how old the tree is. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. The tree is able to record the night. Twelve months was it my no record three into a body casa. Some of you must be very careful with your lives. You are not spiritual at all. You think life is all about things you see and things you don't see. There is another world called the spiritual. Lift your hands, I'm blessing you. Everlasting Father, I bless every hand that is lifted tonight. We have been fasting for 30 days. We still have 10 days to go. Today. I have spoken your word. I have exhorted your people. I have read them with your counsel. We came to deal with voices. May these topics I have given them become their prayer points for the night. And for tomorrow, throughout the day, anybody that to pray and deal with this. Lord, hearken to their voices. Deal with every negative voice that is speaking against them. The voice of Satan, the voices of their heart, the voices of men. Shut it in the name of Jesus. And let your voice be louder than any other voice in our lives. Those whose voices are speaking against us and saying, we can never succeed. We can never make it. We can never marry. We can never become anything. Turn their words and their voices into foolishness. I said turn their voices into foolishness. Thank you for listening to this message from the Word and Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information on the ministry of Prophet Daniel Ejakun Afari and how to support this broadcast, please contact us on 0500-242-074. You can also send an email to the prophet using prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or visit www.danielejakunafari.org. You can also connect with our prophets on social media and worship with us live online by following him on Facebook at Dan Ejakun Afari on Twitter the handle is at Dan Ejakun Afari and on Instagram at Prophet Daniel Ejakun Afari subscribe to our YouTube channel at Faith World TV God bless you richly